Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna, and I am getting used to my new setup over here on YouTube, going live on YouTube. It's Friday, October 6th. It's Gardener Friday. Those of you guys know, you know what I'm talking about. Come on over. If you're over here on YouTube, please get in the live chat. I see a bunch of you guys here. This is a new foray. I'm going to explain everything. I'm sure TikTok is like, WTF, where is Donna? Because this is so weird that I'm here. I almost thought, should I go live on TikTok? Just saying like, come on over to YouTube, but maybe I'll post a video later over there. So for those of you guys that are new here, I do have a live five day a week show called Daily Dose of Donna. And I talk about reality TV. I talk about pop culture, but I normally go live on, on TikTok as well. I've been doing it every single day that way since January, since I started the show. And while I love doing it because for a few reasons, I've gotten to know my regulars there. I've gotten to know my people who I feel like really love the show and really look forward to coming on over there every single morning. Um, or I guess afternoon, depending where you are. Yesterday was like a really, really weird day. Um, normally I have maybe one or two kind of like uncomfortable comments, but yesterday I did have one, um, you know, one comment that I felt was quite uh, distracting because it's actually kind of funny when you think about it. I have to put my phone on do not disturb. Speaking of distracting, it's kind of funny when you think about it because what it was, was um, someone said, hey, Donna, I saw, I saw you at CVS yesterday yelling at the staff. And so my first immediate reaction was like, oh my God, did I, did I yell at the staff at CVS? And then I was like, wait, I, I wasn't even at CVS. And the only, the closest I've ever gotten to yelling at anyone at CVS is when my son is with me when he was like two years old and wouldn't stop touching things. Like that's the closest. I've never once yelled at staff at CVS. I can't even, one thing you'll know about me if you guys ever hang out with me in real life, I am super, super kind to people that work places, um, you know, service, waiters, bartenders, staff at like places like CVS and whatever. It doesn't even matter. That's not the point of this. The point was that she was going on and on. She said, I threw Pringles at someone that's worked at CVS. So of course you guys, I panicked because there's 200 people on the live or 150 people on the live. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what if they believe her? What if they think, oh my gosh, this Donna girl is a monster in her real life. And I, I, I had to address it. So then I had to address that, which then meant I was so off my game for the rest of the show. Maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't. But then I also had to do some post-show editing because what happened after that drama, and it was right when I was talking about, what was I, ta I was talking about Tamara and, and Shannon in that moment. So maybe it was Shanyan. You guys really liked how I uh, said Shanyan. So that was number one offense. And then the second thing that happened was that I went on over to, I kept talking, kept talking. And then someone reported my live. So I got this like pop-up that said there was a violation for harassment. 
Now, the problem with that is that if you get violations for harassment, bullying, anything, which wasn't true, but anyone can just do that, I guess. TikTok can take my account down, which I have, you know, a lot of like solid followers over there. That would be awful. I didn't want to deal with that. So I quickly like turned that off and then I got another violation. So someone was just out to get me yesterday. Um, that being said, I'm going to try to go live here on TikTok. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if you guys find me. We'll see if the numbers change. This is kind of a little bit of a, uh, you know, a, an experiment as they say. Um, I see all your guys' comments though. And this is cool because a lot of you guys say that you feel when I am doing my live TikTok and I've heard this comment before. Trust me, I've seen it on my um, YouTube before. I've seen it in the Facebook group and I've seen it on Reddit, et cetera, that some of you guys have a hard time with me darting my eyes back and forth to the phone. Well, now I don't have to if I'm here because now you can just watch me and you can watch the live chat as it goes. I am so sorry you're having a hard day, Queen Hermit. I am having a really hard week. Yesterday was an awful day. Um, Every other day this week, I think I've cried. And then, you know, I woke up to a nice monthly present. And because of that, I feel uh, vindicated in my emotional outbursts all week. It was really crazy, but I am here to entertain. I am here to give you guys a laugh. I am here to give you guys some good gossip. So let's get into it. Yeah. What do you guys think? All right. So there's a few things I want to talk about today. We're going to talk about Southern charm. We're going to talk about Heather McDonald, who is still very angry at Jeff and Justin Martindale. We're going to talk about, um, Kyle Richards, is there anything else that I, I need to touch on? Love is Blind episodes, I want to say eight and nine. I don't know. Maybe just eight. I don't know. Came out at midnight. I was out last night. There was no watching it. So I'm going to watch it later today. And by the way, you guys, for those of you that are subscribed to the, the higher tier, the overdose tier on Patreon, we have a happy hour tonight, 5.15 p.m. Pacific time. I had to make it at 5.15 because my kids have music lessons from 4.30 to 5. Got to get them there. Got to bring them home. And then we will have happy hour. I did imbibe a few last night, just going to be honest. So I don't know if I'll be drinking wine tonight or maybe I'll be drinking one of those like can drinks. You know what I'm talking about? Like a THC CBD drink. Either way, you're promised a fun time. We meet for an hour. We'll dish over things. We'll meet. We'll hang out. You know, it's just a nice little way to kind of connect in real life. I love it. Okay. So let's talk about, let's start talking about Kyle Richards uh, Kyle Richards, someone give me a timestamp on this one so that I don't have to. Just kidding. 645. Okay, I'm going to write some stuff down. I am so out of my element here on YouTube Live that it's throwing me off. Okay. Kyle Richards, you know my feelings, you guys. I talked about this over and over um, on the show, and I talked about it on TikTok also. I created a, a post that a lot of people agree with, which is basically celebrities who are like, stop talking about me. Stop talking about me. Stop speculating. You will see it play out when we see it. Like, we don't, you don't know anything. 
or we don't know anything that you don't know. This is just, you know, it's that kind of like song and dance yet literally they're singing and dancing. <laughs> We've got Mauricio absolutely <laughs> going and uh, dancing. Amazing. Actually not amazing on dancing with the stars and taking every single opportunity to talk to the press for so long. Like, when I tell you, this was the best clip. I don't think I talked about it yesterday. No, I didn't. Um, for so long about his conversation with, um, you know, he, basically People Magazine was at Dancing with the Stars. This is what they do. They come, I think it's right after the show when they do some press or maybe right before the live show. And so they're filming Mauricio and they ask, what's going on with your marriage? And he's like, well, you know, I don't really want to talk about it. And then proceeds to go into a 30 minute diatribe about his relationship status, about where they are, about how they're doing, about what's going on with them and about how it, Emma Slater is literally, I, I even took a video of Emma because I thought it was so funny. And I guess I can show it to you guys here. Cause I'm, I don't have, I'm not using my phone. But I took a video of, of this whole thing, but I'm just going to focus here. I want you guys to focus on Emma's face as Mauricio is talking. <laughs> Hold on. But we are not throwing in the towel. Uh, and I'm not, we're not Look how boring that. she is, how bored she is. Like, we actually are not yet throwing in the towel. Uh, my message is, uh, <laughs> I think, more to... Um, it is so unbelievable. It's the best. I think Emma is all of us. Like Emma Slater is, is America. <laughs> She's like, no, don't ask him. Please don't ask him. I, at the same time, I think that she is loving the attention because this helps them stay on the show. Mauricio's dancing is not doing it. We've seen that now two weeks, right? We, I gave him a pass on the jive, but this last one, it was like, mm, this was a little bit tricky, right? It was a little bit tricky. Um, his dancing, he, he's just uncomfortable. I think he's got going, honestly got too much going on in his head. That's honestly the truth, in my opinion. I think it's just too much happening up there because he's got to keep 15 stories straight right now. He's on two reality shows. He's got to keep the press looking. Meanwhile, his wife, they're still married, Kyle Richards, she is MIA the day of the trailer release, right? She is not on story. She's not showing anything. Maurice, that was also, remember Regis and Kelly here, incidentally, this that was also the same day that, Mauricio was out on Dancing with Dancing with the Stars. That was Tuesday. Kyle's MIA. She doesn't talk about anything. She doesn't post anything. And she's not on the show, like in the audience watching. And Mauricio said, well, she's busy shooting confessionals. So she was kind of quiet until Wednesday night. We get a picture on Daily Mail that she goes and picks up Morgan Wade for um, Morgan Wade, who, who Daily Mail calls her lesbian lover um, from LAX. Now, this is what we talked about. This is so ridiculous. Like at least tint your windows, send her in an Uber, send her in a black car, um, get your assistant to pick her up, get someone else to pick her up. If you don't want people to talk, but see, that's the thing you do want people to talk. I guess this is what's upsetting in the whole circle of it is because it feels very much like the whole story is stop speculating. Remember when Kyle did that? You guys remember she went on an Amazon live one time and she uh, was talking about everything. And, she, you know, she mentioned the conversation about, I think this was around the time that Jeff Lewis made a joke about her on Watch What Happens about lesbian on, on Ozempic. And 
that was around that time she was like, I really wish my friends would just be quiet and not talk about it. Um, and I really wish everyone would just stop speculating. It's really hard to stop speculating when you're a public figure who is in the top of the news and you're showing yourself in all these places. Some of you guys think it's fake. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I do not believe it's fake. I do believe it's hyped up and really pushed for the media attention, but I do believe that the relationship is real. I don't believe that Kyle picked Morgan Wade out of left field. Ah, thank you so much for the super chat, Lauren. I appreciate it. I love your, your username. Is that what it's called? Super chat? Um, I can't, I don't know all the, the YouTube lingo. You guys are going to have to tell me. So then, um, oh, I can put your comments up here. That's what I'm going to do later. I'll, I'll, I'll go through and put some comments. Maybe I'll ask you guys some, to ask me some questions or whatever. So then, um, so meanwhile, they're pushing the narrative of the relationship for a reason, because there's a couple things that are happening. Press is always good press, no matter how bad the press is. We know this. We know that the, this means people are talking about them. More people will tune into both of their shows, Buying Beverly Hills and Beverly Hills um, Housewives. Also, we do believe that Kyle does have some sort of vested financial interest in Morgan Wade because of this documentary that they're shooting, whether or not the documentary came out of the relationship or the relationship came out of the documentary or vice versa or both at the same time. It doesn't even matter at this, at the end of the day, Kyle Richards needs people to care about Morgan Wade. They need, she needs people to like Morgan Wade, but here's the problem with this. And you guys tell me if you disagree. I really truly believe that no one here is coming off very well. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't believe anyone has more in, like love or um, what's the word? Like maybe interest is correct. Like we have a higher interest in Kyle Richards right now and Morgan Wade. But is anyone out there saying like, oh, I am so like, I love, I'm loving Kyle Richards right now. I was just texting with some friends and I said, I can't remember in such like a more recent time, how fast a housewife has gone from being very, very adored and loved to being really like on people's annoying list. And that's, oh, thank you, Ray, for the super sticker. Um, I do not know what that is like. Like I am not very, um, I, I just haven't seen that. I personally have not seen a housewife go from that. So that's just, this is why it's just such, that's, this is why I don't believe it's real. I mean, fake. This is why I don't believe it's fake. I really truly believe in this moment, this feels like an example of people really just living out what's going on in their real lives, but they're doing it publicly. Because why would Kyle Richards, I still can't wrap my head around why someone like Kyle Richards, who's so incredibly um, connected and, and, and like obsessed with the idea of having, um, thank you, Sandy, of having a positive outlook in life. My family is amazing. I'm a great mom. Look how amazing my daughters are. My husband's great. We're great with all our dogs and our businesses and our, we're just good people. Why the hell would she do this for ratings? You guys, I, my brain just can't wrap around that with someone like a Kyle Richards, because this is really, truly a life changing 
experience for her. No matter what happens, even if all of a sudden Morgan Way just like disappears, what she's just going to get back together with Mauricio and everyone's just going to forget about it and we're just going to like be fine. No, I think it's always going to be a little bit of a sore spot. Like Kyle, for me now, it's she's reached a point of thirst and desperado in the housewife universe that I don't think I've seen in a long time from like a successful housewife. This feels like someone that's on the chopping block, right? This feels a chopping block situation, meaning why in the world would you, why in the world would you do this when you are the star of Beverly Hills Housewives? Andy Cohen's not getting rid of Kyle Richards, no matter what. It's very confusing to me. Plus they have another show. Like, why would you do this just for press? But I do think that they are squeezing all the press that they really can get out of it. So I do believe that now that it's out, they're happy that it's out. So Morgan Wade, not only was she in the car with Kyle looking like, you know what she reminds me of in that picture? There's a picture. I guess I can pull these things up for you, right? There's a picture of Kyle looking, um, Kyle and Maurice, I'm sorry, Kyle picking up Morgan from the airport. Morgan is sitting in the car. And honestly, with the way she looks in this picture, now I, of course, I'm going to have a hard time finding it. But the way she looks in this picture is so, she looks like a very angry teenager. You know, like a teenager that's like, mom, why are you embarrassing me? Why are you taking me? People are taking pictures. Mom, you're so embarrassing. She almost is like slinking in the car seat. Like, oh, I hope no one sees me. So embarrassing, mom. That was kind of like the the feeling. Okay, queen, you have a question about where in the world is Dorito. I got some scoop in my DMs from some of you. I got some good scoop from you guys. You dosers really hook it up. Really hook it up. Well, I will tell you another thing about Kyle and, and Morgan, and then we'll move on. Kyle and Morgan were in, um, they, I guess they took a road trip through Buellton. Now, Buellton, <laughs> you can't say that seriously. Buellton is near Santa Barbara. It's like, it's actually past Santa Barbara. From what I remember, it's, it's the home of, I swear, I, I will be crazy if this, if I get this wrong, because I'm pretty sure this is true, but I will, this is the home of split pea soup is I'm pretty sure Anderson split pea soup. It's the home in Buellton. That's like the, the, um, billboard that I see it's near, um, San, now I'm not going to remember exactly where it is, but it's over above Santa Barbara. It's north of Santa Barbara. It's where the Madonna Inn is kind of. Someone help me with the name. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, They are on a road trip and they are, this is how they're looking on their road trip. This is not a joke. They are looking like, I don't even know. They're looking like twins. It looks like they shop together. For sure. Here's another one. I'm sorry, you guys. Kyle Richards has taken on a new identity. That is really San Luis Obispo. Thank you so much. San Luis Obispo is where I was talking about. Kyle Richards has taken on a new identity and her name is Morgan Wade. This is really, oh my God, Courtney and Travis. Yeah, it really does feel like, I mean, look. 
Oh, an ad popped up. But the point is, they're in Buellton. They are doing some sort of road trip dressed alike 100%. They are... Okay. No, I'm not going to say it, but I have a feeling. You're in love. That's the way it should be. Because I want you to be happy. Wait, Mauricio should dance to that song next week by Wilson Phillips. And Carney Wilson's friends with Kyle. I mean, it all works out so well. This was from Daily Mail, by the way, Domica. Okay, let's talk about Dorit. Here is the scoop that I got. Now, I have to keep it super anonymous, so I can't tell you all the details. But someone who is a doser and lives in Los Angeles, she loves my show. She sent me a DM, and she knows someone who works in PK's circle. Guys... PK and Dorito are divorcing, allegedly. Divorcing, okay? Pico, Pico, (laughs) Pico and Dorito. (laughs) It's like a talkie chip, Pico. Pico and Dorito, that's their new names. PK and Dorit apparently have been struggling for a long time, argue all the time. This is the, the, the juice that I got. This is not what I know personally. This is from someone that knows PK or is in that PK work world. Um, they fight all the time. They're struggling. And it looks to me like they are getting a divorce. Now, I always will talk about Dorit in, in a positive way in the sense that Dorit at least we know this. Dorit is not, oh gosh, Ray do her accent. I don't think I can. Let's try. Well, it could be any accent. That's the thing about Dorit and Jessel. We just throw an accent out there, right? PK, PK, I am tra- I'm traumatized about the, the, the break-in. The break-in was very hot for me and you were not here, PK. You were with Boy George. And me and Jagger and Jagger's sister had to deal with it, PK. Me and Jagger and, and, and Jagger's sister, I don't remember her name. I think it's a state, or no, it's a city in Arizona. I like Dorit, you guys. I actually really do like Dorit. <sighs> okay, you guys can see me. Um, thank you so much. Um, yes, Dorit is, Dorit to me is actually really sweet in my opinion. I think I've heard very nice things about her. And I love and I appreciate the fact that she is just, she's, she's quiet about this because that to me shows like real because how easily could Dorit and PK be plastering shit all over the socials, all over daily mail, all over page six, but they're not, whether or not they're divorcing, fighting or, or getting along, they're not talking about it. And to me, I, I, I have respect for that. I don't know if you guys feel that way. I have respect for that. I think Dorit seems like a really nice woman. I think she also seems like a really great mom. And by the way, Kyle, I don't know her from Bob. Like, I don't know anything about her. I'm just saying the way that they're handling, I mean, I do know things about her, but the way that they're handling this This breakup is so obnoxious to me. Now, Mauricio, I've heard he's a really nice guy too. So it's just tricky. The whole thing is a little tricky. All right, let's move on. I am not going to give this a lot of time, but so many DMs because you guys know that I'm a Jeff Lewis fan. You know that I was reporting on Heather McDonald and I was talking about all this stuff. So 
I did hear that she had on her Patreon episode, she releases a Patreon episode once a week, I believe, on Fridays, um, to... She did mention, and she hasn't talked about the big feud between her and Jeff Lewis and Justin Martindale. She hasn't mentioned it in a few weeks. Um, And I really, truly thought everyone was just moved on. Justin Martindale, though, was a guest on Jeff Lewis on the 27th. So that was last week. They did not talk about Heather. Jeff threw maybe a sentence in there about Heather, like a dig at Heather, but they didn't spend time speaking about it. So I really actually believed that I believed in my mind. I believed that they were actually like just everyone's moving on. And I thought that that was smart of Justin Martindale and Krista, Krista Lamas to not speak about it. I thought that was good. And anyway, so I apparently Heather had someone on TikTok that she wanted to be a guest on her show. I don't know who, I don't know what, I don't know anything. Meanwhile, this TikToker apparently was confirmed to do the show, but then canceled because she didn't like the way that she felt Heather handled the situation between Jeff, Justin. So I guess I can see why Heather in this moment was perturbed by that or annoyed by that and wanted to shout that out and say how she felt like, you know, you know, she, she did like a big mistake, huge situation. Um, I will never tell you guys everything that I like, I can listen to the transcript or whatever, but I don't think that's fair. I think you should go and buy her Patreon and, and listen to it. Um, if you, if you guys want to, I think that she did then continue, I guess, and really just like talk shit basically about Jeff and Justin. She didn't, or mostly about Jeff, really. It wasn't so much about Justin. She called him like an awful person. I think something along those lines. She said that he's a liar because he, I guess, had said on his show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said on his show that a couple other popular Juicy Scoop guests, so people that she's had on a bunch, have come to him to complain and like basically say, we're done with Juicy Scoop. We want to be on your show. She said that she has reached out to these people and she's seen DMs. And in fact, it was Jeff who had reached out to them first. So she called him a liar and an awful human being. Is there anything else that I'm missing there? Now I got a DM from one of you guys. It was the cutest DM ever. Um, She was, it was a voice message. And by the way, if you guys send me voice messages on DM, totally down, do it. Just don't send me multiple and don't send them like 10 minutes long. I can't do long voice messages, but it was a one minute and it was so good. It was, um, she was like, hi, Donna, I'm here in New York and I'm listening. And I just really hope if I, do you know, Stu, if you know, Stu, please reach out to him and tell him to tell Jeff not to take the bait. Don't take the bait and talk about it. Don't take the bait. And I responded and I said, number one, I'm not close with Stu. Um, I've met him now, but I'm not close with him. Number two, even if I was best friends with Stu, I, and Stu was in bed with Jeff at this moment, I still think if Jeff wants to talk about, oh yeah, she did say that. Okay. If Jeff wants to talk about Heather, nothing I say or Stu says or anyone says will ever stop Jeff. Like we all know Jeff, right? Jeff is like the human version of filter-free, almost like a Tourette's-like situation. (laughs) Um, 
Jeff has ADHD, right? Has he talked about that or is it ADD? I don't know. I just know in my situation what I go through because sometimes I say things without thinking too. Um, anyway, Jeff didn't mention it. I will talk a little bit about Jeff's show. I thought it was great today. Um, she, he didn't mention it at all. I was so happy about that too. Um, yes, she did say that Jeff doesn't have a lot of listeners. She did. She, she threw in something along the lines of Jeff doesn't have a lot of listeners. So you guys don't even know what I'm talking about. Cause none of you guys listen to him, like something along those lines. Um, so, oh, I know I'm going to get shit about saying the word Tourette's. I am so sorry. I really didn't mean to like say it in a negative way. I am so sorry. I apologize. I am not human. I mean, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I really, really didn't mean to offend. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, so anyway, Jeff Lewis had a great show today. He's in New York, uh, filming for his show. He mentioned my friend, Michael Beck, shout out Michael. He's the guy that is the showrunner for Hollywood house lift. I freaking love him. I went out with him for drinks a few months ago. He is so handsome, so cute. Oh my God. Like if I was single and he would be into me, <laughs> that's it. Okay. So then we go to, um, Jeff Lewis is in New York and he has Aaron Leachy, Aaron from Real Housewives of New York. He has her on his show. This is her second time on his show. I believe they have a rapport. I, you guys, you know, I like Aaron. I've always related to Aaron. I think that they're great. She's great. I think that she's real. Um, lots of you guys don't like her. Lots of you guys think she's spoiled, entitled, all those things. I personally feel that, um, she, she has that and she is that, but also she's, admittedly exactly who she is. She's not trying to hide from the fact she's also a hard worker. She works her ass off. You guys, she's been a real estate agent since she was 19 years old. And I've seen her work too. Like I Googled her and saw a bunch of things like this woman is highly regarded in that world. So she's not just like daddy's money, you know, whatever. Um, she is, she's one of my faves on that show. She did talk a lot about the fact that Bryn, is being portrayed in a certain way, but Bryn has a really, really strong career. Had no idea. I wonder why. I wonder why editors, or I should say like producers, decided to not show that side of Bryn and not show any, I think that she's not allowed to shoot in her apartment. So we don't get to see her at home. We have no real exact way of seeing exactly like, I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic. I, I'm curious why we're not seeing more of Bryn's life other than just like the one side of the flirty, which Jeff mentioned was super annoying how she was flirting with Jenna Lyons, like so over the top. And even though Aaron said Jenna loved every minute of it, we also, um, did talk about, uh, yeah, you guys, Aaron is super polarizing because half of you guys like her and half of you guys don't. Then we talked about they, we, I was in the room with them. I mean, sometimes I feel like I am when I listen to Jeff Lewis. Um, they talked about Jessel who has become my favorite housewife, I think. Like, you know how we were just talking about how easily someone can go from being your favorite to your most unfavorite? <clears throat> Kyle Richards, Bethany Frankel. But Jessel, I started that show not being able to handle her, thinking, what the hell, this girl is just awful, to now I love her. She really has come into her own. She's adorable. And she is funny. And he, um, Aaron said that now she and Pavit, her husband, are, are stooping all the time. Like crazy, she said, like all the time. So Aaron kind of cleared the air. They talked about Pavit's trip to um, 
to Vietnam just for miles. Aaron was like, I would never allow Abe to do that unless he took our kids. And then I would say, please go. I like it. I like it. I'm happy. I'm happy with Roni. I do believe that it will get better. Now, Andy Cohen also popped into Jeff Lewis's show today. He happened to be there because it was New York. And he got into a little bit of a conversation because Jeff mentioned Bethany and Nini. He was like, yeah, we're going to talk to Bethany and Nini and I'm going to lunch with Jill Zarin. And Andy was like, oh, gotta go, gotta go. And then um, Aaron said, Aaron said, why is it so why is she so angry? Like Bethany, why is she so angry? And so, um, just like pipe down sister. (laughs) Oh, if Bethany hears this, she's gonna, she's gonna go. She's gonna go. Um, Anyway, I just thought it was a cute show today, but yes, Heather McDonald was not brought up on Jeff's show, but I know that a lot of you guys are juicy scoopers. I know a lot of you guys are chumps, so I do like to cover the Heather and Jeff stuff, and we'll move on from there. Let's get into... Oh, you know, I have to shout out Kelly, Kelly Goodman, who's one of my dosers. I love her dearly. We met at the live event last week and hopefully we'll, we'll hang out again soon. She sent me a DM while I was at dinner last night and she's like, look at it. It's all happening. Hugh Jackman is coming out with a memoir. Have you heard about that? He's coming out with a memoir where he's going to expose everything. Just going to share it all, share it all. So I want to know from you guys, what do you think that is? I'm not speculating. I'm just saying I love a rainbow. Just kidding. That's so effed. He needs to tell us if he be- if if that's actually the truth. I don't believe that he can say I'm finally coming clean or like I'm finally sharing everything in a memoir. And then really that means that like he's more of a, um, you know, sushi guy than pizza. Like there's got to be something big, right? If that's what your story is, I don't know. Let's see what the actual picture was because I got the DM and I'll pull it up for you guys. I really am interested to know. I will be reading it. Oh, Ray says at the end of the article, it says the ladies are lining up because I didn't um, read the article. I just saw the picture. So that's interesting. Um, Lori is asking, is my show the same time as Sarah's? It absolutely is not. I go live at 11 a.m., but Fridays are different because it's Gardener Fridays and it's very loud here at 11 a.m., so I have to start at 11.30 on Fridays. But normally I don't. Um, But I love Sarah more than anything. So nothing, no drama, no stress there at all. Um, Okay, so then, so what do you guys think? You don't know what the drama is, huh? With with, uh, Hugh. Can you imagine marrying a Hugh? How would you say that? It says, Hugh Jackman will finally be honest with himself in a new bombshell memoir. Honest with himself and all of us, if you know what I'm talking about. Okay, Southern Charm. I'm going to give you guys a little Southern Charm, and then we're going to wrap up for the weekend, unless you're coming to tonight's happy hour. Um, Hugh Hefner. Oh, my God, that's true. Hugh Hefner, Hugh Jackman. I would be like, you have a huge ass. (laughs) That's all I can say. Um, Okay. All right. So then let's keep on going. Um, Wait, Ray, why is no one liking it? 436 dosers are here and only five likes. What's up, friends? Like this. Um, Okay. So... 
Well, him and Ryan Reynolds, do you have a thing? Do you think that he and Ryan Ryan Reynolds have a thing? No. Ryan Reynolds, to me, very much speaks like or seems like a loving husband to Blake Lively. We have not heard. We have not heard anything about um, about Ryan. Have we? Like any bad things. Has Ryan Reynolds had any, you know, bad press? That's what I want to know. I've only heard positive things, I think. Hugh Grant, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Hefner, Hugh Jass. (laughs) I am seriously seven years old. Hugh, Hugh, let's think. Any other Hughes? Okay. Who's your biggest celeb crush? Well, it's funny you mention it. It's Craig from Southern Charm. I am so in love with Craig from Southern Charm. You guys know this. You guys have seen this. I've talked about it. Let's get into some Southern Charm chat. Southern Charm um, aired, of course, last night. I watched it this morning. Um, Overall, I would say it was a pretty decent episode. Uh, We did not get nearly as much of Craig as we should. So whenever we don't get a lot of Craig's screen time, I'm immediately devastated. I really, really believe that Craig is um, like the only stand-up guy left on Southern Charm. Maybe Rod, is that his name, Rod? Olivia's new boy toy? Are there not any, any, um, are there not any uh, good guys left in Charleston for Southern Charm? Like, are there not anyone, like, what is happening here? We have Shep, who is, one of you guys called him Schlep in my um, Facebook group, and I literally died of laughter. It's the best. We have Schlep, who is literally just like so aged, just so, when I think of Shep, Schlep, I think of a dirty apartment, which is never a good sign. Like when you think of these people, at least you want to equate them to smelling good and having a clean home. I, when I think of Schlep, I think he doesn't have a headboard. He may, but that's what I think. I think he doesn't wash his sheets very often. I think there's pizza boxes on multiple countertops currently in this moment, right now on Friday, October 6th at probably 3.15 his time. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, humongous. (laughs) Andrew said humongous. It's so good. Um, I think that it was just, it's just not, it's not, it, it's just not clean, right? Then we have Austin, who Austin to me seems a little bit cleaner, but Austin's body, he has a, he has a very, very big list of women that he has taken home. He is, he's just the town, he's a player. He hooks up with everyone. He's interested in everyone. It's just a lot, right? It's a lot. And then we have, um, then we have, uh, let's see. Okay. Then we have this new dude, JP, JT, someone help me with it. Holy moly. What a mess. The only good thing about him is that we're seeing that he actually has a business and he's done some real estate deals and has changed around some of his, um, what's it called? His like, uh, apartments. He bought like shitholes basically, and then totally flipped them. And now he's doing really well. JT on, um, on uh, the Airbnb. 
So that part is good, but the whole diabetes of last week when we saw him shoot himself up through his pants, I just can't get that out of my mind. The fact that he's still drinking so heavily, even though we know he shouldn't be drinking as a diabetic. Like, I don't know. He's just like, he's very young. He's very young. He loves his mommy. He's young. Speaking of, now this is a tangent. You must, hi everyone. You must listen to the Dr. Sheila podcast starring Amy Poehler. When I tell you this, Dr. Sheila is a made-up character. This is totally a tangent, but this is how, you know, Daily Dose of Donna works. Dr. Sheila is a total improv, hilarious podcast starring Amy Poehler as a marriage therapist or just a couples therapist or just a therapist. I don't even know. And she has guests every single week who are comedians and they come in and they literally just are probably given like a log line, like basically a one sentence. This episode is about this. And then they just go, you guys, the first episode is about like cheating or like suspected infidelity. It's with Anna Gasteyer, Gasteyer. It's so funny. The second episode is about an open marriage with June Diane and Paul Shear. It's the best. The third episode is um, a uh, is so I don't I don't even remember specifically. But the reason why I bring this up is because the episode I listened to last night is about mommy issues. Like a husband and wife are married, but the husband is obsessed with his mom and wants his mom to be part of everything. You guys must listen. It is so funny. Honestly, this is not a paid ad, but seriously, Amy Poehler, this is one of her best, finest work. I am laughing out loud listening to it. And especially if you're a therapist, you must listen to the show. Okay, mommy issues. So JT has mommy issues. And I have two sons. I hope they have mommy issues, but healthy mommy issues. Like I want them to not kick me out of their lives, but I really, really want them to love me. It's a very, very fine line, but he straight up says like, I love my mommy. And all I would wish I could do is like, just be with her and she could like serve me food. And I mean, it's weird. You're on camera, dude, like grow up, grow up. Um, so between all these loser guys, and then we have Whitney, Speaking of mommy issues, Whitney, although I do think Whitney and Patricia's relationship is so freaking cute, I'm pretty sure Whitney is a producer on Southern Charm and has been a producer since season one. I think Whitney is part of the reason Southern Charm is a show. I think he sold the show. I could be wrong, but you guys tell me and, and fact check me. But I actually do believe that Whitney is is a producer and um, and he is... And he is a, uh, he keeps the storyline going. He's important to have. Like last night's episode, he's important to have because Austin needed something to do other than go to Taylor's party because there's drama. So basically the story that we're seeing unfold is we have two best friends. Remember, I gave you guys the Venn diagram last week. We have two best friends, Shep and Austin. We have two of their ex-girlfriends, Olivia and well, Shep's is Taylor and Austin's is Olivia, who are also best friends. So we have best friends, best friends. And if everyone got married, it would be the cutest idea, right? Because then they would be able to go on joint honeymoons and joint vacations and whatever. It's kind. It was kind of like a PK and um, Mauricio and Kyle and Dorito, right? But just like PK and Mauricio and Kyle and Dorito, they are broken up. And so are Shep and Austin and Taylor and Olivia. But I guess because a lot of people have these trauma bonding situations, Shep, or I'm sorry, Austin and Taylor 
started hanging out a lot. And they were like brother, sister. They were claiming that they were besties and they were there for each other. And everyone was very supportive of this friendship. Olivia was cool with it. And Shep was cool with it until we come to find out that they had considered maybe going further. Now, listen, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, you know, get a master's degree in, in therapy or in marriages, but I truly believe that if you have a, if you have a conversation with a guy, I'm just putting it out there. If you have a conversation with a guy and you're a woman, or maybe if you're a guy where you say, should we do this? Should we be together? And you actually go as far to talk about about it with your family. Like you go to your brother and talk about it. And then he goes to his sister and talks about it. And you have this moment, right? The two of you guys, should we actually do this? I'm going to go as far as saying, you definitely have hooked up. I have never in my life had a conversation with anyone about should we be boyfriend, girlfriend? Should we pursue this relationship? Unless I have at least kissed them. The only time this doesn't happen is on love is blind. That's the only time that that doesn't happen is when you cannot physically, for sure they made out, correct? For sure, um, Taylor and Austin made out, but no one was admitting to it until last night when Austin decides not to go to Taylor's event because he knows that Olivia is pissed at him and he's a, what's a nice word for a vagina? Um, he's a, you know, a blank cat. I don't want to get banned here on, on YouTube. And so he doesn't go to the party. So he ends up getting drunk with Whitney and they have this really funny diatribe of like, alcohol is just alcohol. Alcohol is just so good. Alcohol is just, it reminds me of me after a couple glasses of sake. Like I just, I'm so, I love this. And then the next morning you're like, what, why, why did I say I love it? Um, so Meanwhile, ooh, Ray has a very controversial opinion that the females on that show are weak. I kind of agree, actually, except Leva and Madison. I think Madison and Leva are on it. But um, Whitney goes to, I mean, Austin goes to Whitney's house and they have this conversation where Whitney's like, did you hook up with Taylor? And Whitney's like, I, what if I did? I mean, what if I did? This is like an O.J. Simpson, if I did it. You guys remember O.J. Simpson wrote that book? Oh, that's another part of Dr. Sheila. They do an if I did it. It's so funny. You've got to listen. Obviously, it's taken over my life. If I did it, if I hooked up with Taylor, what would be so bad? But if I did, I haven't. But if I did, right? Then later, Shep and Craig join Whitney and Austin. Everyone's 10 sheets to the wind. And this is when Shep finally has a conversa conversation with Austin. And this is the moment where Austin said, like, what do you define hooking up? And that's where the episode ends. So clearly, at least they got to second base. My guess is definitely second base. My guess is maybe third base. Andrew, when you say they've exchanged fluids, you're talking about sharing the same glass of wine, right? Wink. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, it's possible that they got sweaty and hugged. That's an exchange of fluids. It's possible. 
This is an interesting one. Craig knows where the bodies are buried, but I can't, can't understand why he trusts Austin, who has no boundaries. Austin doesn't even tell his BFF, Craig, the full truth all the time. Because it's a TV show. Because it's a TV show. And they're getting paid to be on the show. And they have a podcast that they're getting paid to do. And this is the exact, like, this is why people put relationships and, and morals to the side because it's a paycheck. And that's really the truth. Like a lot of people are always like, I don't understand why they would continue to come or why they would continue to go or why they would go to those places. Cause they're getting paid. They're getting paid to go and they have to, right? It's just interesting. I would never be able to trust Schlepp. Let's come up with a good name for Austin. Something that rhymes with Austin maybe, or like something that speaks a little bit like, you know, I mean, nothing's going to be as good as Shanyan. Shanyan. But I don't know. We have to come up with a good Austin name. Um, Okay. So meanwhile, the episode was fine. I'll keep watching. I like a Southern term. Okay, you guys, I'm going to open it up right now. Leave any questions. Let's start talking some questions. Ask me anything. Ask me about business. Ask me about shows. Ask me about celebrities. Ask me about Los Angeles. Ask me anything. We'll open it up for a few more minutes. And then I have to run to go meet a friend for lunch. Um, Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Sarah has a really good point here. I think Austin and Craig are friends, like the Trace Amigos are friends. Yes. By the way, I did get a comment yesterday on my YouTube saying, Donna is not, it's not the Trace Amigos. It's the Trace Amigas. And I was like, oh my God, I speak Spanish. I can't believe I didn't even put that together. Yes. It's actually the Trace Abuelas, right? That's the best one. Gina came up with that. I think that's good. Um, Okay, question. Donna, are you going to watch Erica Jane's, not Erica James, right? New show. Um, I don't really know what the show is. I think I've heard it's about her tour. Honestly, no offense, no interest whatsoever at all. Um, Question. Skincare, magnificent van life. Hi, what's the glow genetics? Well, I do wear... Number one, my mom was an esthetician growing up. She was an esthetician in Los Angeles. I have so many stories about that. She worked in West Hollywood, so I can talk to you guys all about that. But um, she finally, this is the best story, you guys. She, She did waxing and facials all the time. Like lots of celebrities used to come in, but she decided, like when she decided to retire from doing it and just like call it quits, was she said, you know what? It got to the place where I was just waxing too many guys' asses. It's the best story. She was like, I can't keep waxing guys' asses. Like it was enough for her to say, I'm out. (laughs) My mom. Um, So I don't know. She has amazing skin. So I guess I kind of got lucky. I don't know. I mean, if you see me up close with zero makeup on, you're going to see that I definitely have flaws and I've really sunken eye bags. So like my dark under circles are pretty bad. Um, But I do, I'm pretty... Uh, intense about my skincare. I wash my face no matter how drunk I am, no matter how tired I am. I will always wash my face every single night. And I'm very sorry. I'm very um, obsessed with putting on oils and like serums. So I can do something on my Instagram where I'll show you guys. Make sure to follow me over on Instagram and I'll show you. Um, Another question about the skin here is, do you do microneedling? And I do. I have one of those rollers that I do at home before I put on my serum. I will show all of it. It's all Amazon stuff, you guys. And like I buy cheap stuff from Ordinary, the Ordinary 
Mary from Ulta, which is all very, very affordable. Um, what kind of mentoring do I offer? Well, right now I'm in the middle of teaching a podcast class to 11 amazing women. Um, I help you guys build your businesses online. So whether that's video content, social media, or podcast content. So a lot of times people bring me in to consult. Um, I don't do the work, but I consult. I help you guys. So if you ever have a question, Austin already has a nickname, the Honda Civic. That is so funny. That's true. I totally, totally forgot about that. Um, let's see if there's any other questions. Um, okay. Watch what, wait until you watch today's love is blind. Izzy and Stacy are awful. Oh no. Izzy is too. Izzy is on Nick Vile's podcast this week and I want to watch it. Um, I really liked Izzy at the beginning of the show, but that attack that he had on Johnny in episode seven, I believed really turned me. So I don't even know. Um, okay. Let's see. Lightwork says, who's your favorite chump? Do you think Shep and Austin will ever settle down? So my favorite chump, it depends who would I want to hang out with in real life is going to be different than who I think is the best on the show. But I think Megan and Doug are the best, best, best guests that he has. Like whenever he has Megan and Doug on the show, it's an absolute funny show. It's definitely going to make me laugh. I enjoy it thoroughly. Um, it's like an, it's a no brainer home run. Do you know what I mean? That's how I feel about those two. Um, I love when he has Todd on his show. I love Todd. Um, I think he's hilarious. Todd, his brother, and I like Carrie. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that like I always definitely will like. I'd have to think about it. Right now, that's who that's who comes to mind. Do I think Shep and Austin will ever settle down? You know, it's so hard to say. I think Austin will because Austin comes from like a really good marriage and his like his parents and his sister. And I just, I think his sister is married. So I don't know. Do we know a lot about Shep's family? We just know about his cousin, but I don't know about his parents. Um, any other questions? Um, Dorito and Pico. Pico the chips. I want to buy some Pico chips. Pico is spicy in Spanish, right? Um, oh my gosh. Okay, I'll do a skincare routine for Jamila who just, who just hooked me up with a couple dollars. Thank you so much for that. Um, hi, Jean, you're a teacher and this is perfect timing. I'm so happy. What do you teach? Teachers are the bomb. My kids' teachers are saints. Love them so much. Uh, thank you guys. Oh, Monica, I should have said Monica. I cannot believe I didn't. You guys, I'm going out to lunch with Monica next week. I love Monica Casey. I didn't think about her because for some reason, I'm just equating her with after show. Like, but I love Monica. I think she's fantastic. Honestly, she's great. Um, oh my gosh. That's so funny. Lightworks says, good luck to the woman. I guess that, that marries uh, Austin because of STD. Shep's parents are long-term married and so are his siblings. That's interesting. Okay, you guys. So also just make sure that you join the Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna. And if you want to hang out with me and get a little bit more one-on-one, -on -one, maybe I'll do skincare. I'll show you guys my skincare products tonight on the happy hour. Um, come and join. It's on my patreon.com. You have to pay $10 per month for that level. If not, you can pay the $5 and get an extra episode every single Wednesday. Although sometimes I gave you three in one week, like this week when I did a Rachel Hollis deep dive, it was really, really fun. Um, and I just love doing any content and deep dives. So I always ask you guys like who you want me to deep dive next. A lot of you guys want me to do, um, boss Lee, she was a MLM girl um, who just sadly passed away, but I'm going to have to get Ray to co-host that one with me because Ray knows a lot about that. 
Um, and I'm trying to think what else, who else did you guys want me to do a deep dive on? I should do a deep dive on Bethany's fiance, Paul. Like I want to do a deep dive on Paul. Where is Paul? Where are Paul and, um, Shelly Miscavige? <laughs> Those are the two people that I really, really want to know. Jason Hoppy. Jason Hoppy is on purpose off the, um, off the radar. And I will say he's smart to be because I have said this before. I've only heard positive things about Jason Hoppy from everyone. That's not Bethany. Like Bethany truly, truly is the only person that said negative things about Jason. You guys, I have a special guest. I have a special guest for today's first YouTube live. My kids don't have school. So Dylan, my 10-year-old is, oh, you got to take out your headphones. Oh, my God. Dylan, my 10-year-old, is coming to join to say hello. Hi. This is Dylan, everyone. Dylan is my superstar actor, singer, musician. He plays the ukulele. He plays the piano. And he loves Daily Dose of Donna. Well, he doesn't listen to it all, but he does love Daily Dose of Donna. So I just wanted him to get a little moment. Any fun things about having me as your mom? Only so nice things. <laughs> um, I just love you so much. What? I just love you so much. Oh, I it's love you too. Will you get ready easier in the mornings? <laughs> Say it. Look, all 444 people here. Uh, Dylan, what's your favorite song? Um, oh, that's so tough. Can you sing something for them? <laughs> you don't want to? There's, he's such a good singer. Um, maybe I could do something from Matilda maybe. Matilda? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to? Yeah. Oh my God! Wait, let me grab my let me grab my binder. Okay, do it quick. Um, the face machine that I have is a blue mean. I'm going to show it to you guys, but I'm going to promote it again next week, so you will get a uh, fifty dollars off, I believe, or or some sort of deal. So don't buy it until I promote it again. I have it. I'm doing a show with them next week, but this is the blue mean, and it's cool because you can. You can change it to red light, green light, and when it goes on your face, listen. It vibrates. That's what she said. You can only use it on your face, okay, girls? Um, yes, Dylan and I look very similar, and Oliver looks just like his dad. Um, Lance, you guys know Lance. Um, obviously, I don't think I'm going to be able to put this entire episode <laughs> I don't know how to edit a YouTube when you're doing it live. I think that's just, this is what it is. So I'll probably get a lot of comments and today saying like, I didn't care about your kids. I just want to know the drama about Southern charm, but this is it. What are you going to do? Um, Alice, my, my eight-year-old son is obsessed with baseball. He plays baseball all the time and he loves it. All right, Dylan and Oliver are both going to come down here and I'm going to have Dylan sing something for you guys. I don't know any of these Matilda songs, but he's in Matilda. He's in practices. All right, here is Dylan again. And Oliver, come and say hi. This is Oliver. Oliver, 450 people here. Say hi. Come closer to the mic. Hello. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Dylan's going to sing something for us. You got, you got to come close to the mic. 
page. Are you nervous? Don't be nervous. <laughs> you can't see their faces. And they're also supportive. These are dosers. Dosers are great. The dosers. Dillard. We're done. You guys are the... Are you going to be in front of when you're doing it? Okay, yeah, first, but we can't do this for so long. We got to do it this fast. Is 440 people. I know. Okay. My first big performance. Say it louder. Okay. What'd you say? My first big performance. Aw, you guys are his first big performance. Yeah. Um, so this is oh, this is a hammer. Okay. What is it? Um, I play uh, Miss Trunchbull and Matilda, and then this is one of her solos. This okay. is one of her solos. Ready? Murphy. Look. At these trophies, see how my trophies gleam in the sunlight, see how they shine. What do you think it took to become English? Hammer throwing champion, 1969. Do you think in that moment, when my big moment came, that I treated the rules with casual disdain? No, 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 no. And then that's the song. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god that is so cute your voice your accent is very much like Dorit Dorit from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Ooh. it's a little British English can yeah. you do a British accent um yeah okay, okay you'll yeah. be Dorit go yeah, these are some of my long um these are some okay quickly ones. and then we'll be done don't just stand there like a wet tissue get on with it and then um there is a such a good actor let me try to find one where is the maggot known as Nigel? Then, um, you, what is your name? Okay, good, good, good. Well, one would you have just made <laughs> a very big mistake. Michelle says you're going to do very well at your bar mitzvah. And Oliver is an incredible athlete, but you can't really show any baseball here. Anything you want to say? You want to sing? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. Dylan Dylan has taken voice performance, uh, voice lessons, but he's just naturally insanely, insanely, insanely talented. Um, you guys, I love you. Dosers. Me too. Oh, both of them. <laughs> They're both so talented. Oliver's playing drums, and Dylan plays the ukulele. Boing, 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 okay, now boing, I feel like boing, an embarrassed boing. mom that's, like, sharing too much. Like, I feel like I'm like, my kids are perfect. Yeah, They're we are. They're not perfect, you guys. Yeah, we are. No, you're not. Yeah, we are. No, you're not. Yeah, we are. No, you're not. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right, you guys. I love you. Thank you so much, Dosers, for supporting the show. As you can see, Dylan's rocking a Taylor Swift Eras Tour t-shirt that I got him. And Oliver. Okay, Oliver's waving goodbye. It's like Sound of Music. All right, you guys. Thank you so much, Dosers. Share this with your friends. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you guys tonight at 5.15 for happy hour. Thanks for the super bye. sticker. Bye, guys. Super sticker. Yay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.